Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? Okay, if you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, and uh, please enjoy. So, as always, a question for Joker and the audience. That's it. If you could gain the ability and the power to hunt down gods, would you? If I knew I had the ability to be able to take them on and get rid of them, yeah. That, that, it seems like it'd be an interesting, uh, be like hunting for sport. That'd be like the ultimate hunt. Yeah, screw man. Dr. Moreau ain't got none on gods. I, yeah. Mm, that would be a fun battle and hunt. Especially if like it wasn't, you weren't too OP. Where it was like a question of like you'd see him and you're like, Ooh, I better be on my game. Kind of like you had to plan a little bit. Yeah, plan a little bit or actually put in like some action, effort. Some effort. Like it's one of those like you have the ability to take them and that, but it's not it's not a guaranteed win. Yeah. Dad do it. Oh, in that case, heck yeah, I'd do it. So, folks, that brings us into this week's character, Gore the God Butcher. Dun dun dun. Okay, let's get into it. Real world first. So Jason, Aaron, and Assad Rebic, Rebic decide to relaunch the Thor franchise during the Marvel Now initiative. Gore first appeared in Thor, God of Thunder, issue number one, January 2013. And that's all we got for Real World. <laughs> yeah, it's, very, it's been a very short-lived character. Yeah. And it's not quite as new as our Miss Marvel, but it's it's pretty up there. It's pretty up there as far as new, but also just like, yeah, not a lot of real world. Like there was there wasn't like a lot of seeds playing in the past of like them being like, no, I was always gonna go there with this character. Right, like some of our last ones, like or the one when we talked about Jane Jane Foster becoming Thor. Like, yeah, I was kind of working towards that. No, this one was just a hey, let's do this. It sounds like a cool idea, which. We're going to get into it, and honestly, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Take it away. Getting into in-universe, in the early years, uh, Gore the God Butcher would be born on a planet with no name, almost every day on the brink of starvation. He was taught to trust in the gods, but they never answer his prayers. At an early age, his mother and father would die, leaving Gore to fend for himself in the harsh environment. Because, you know, what better way to have a villain start out? Right? Like, oh man, that is a... A real rough start, too. Cliche is cliche. <laughs> Not wrong. Okay, so years later, he married and fathered some children. So he married a woman who he fathered children with. That was ambiguously worded. Who wrote this? An Alabaman? <laughs> well, that was one way to make, make some uh, <laughs> listeners mad. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, years later, he uh, married a woman and fathered children. However, most of them died. Given what we know about this planet, not surprising. It's shocking Gore made it. So Gore's pregnant mate, Ara, was killed during an earthquake, and one by one his children perished until he was left with one son, Agar. Uh, When Agar was on the brink of death due to starvation, Gore sought to ease his suffering and told his son they would soon reach a forest where they would never go hungry again. <sighs> Tell me I'm going to make it, Charlie. Tell me I'm going to make it home. It's like, you're going to make it home, man. We're going to go ride when we get back. <laughs> yeah. That's what that felt like. It really did, because, like, 
that's just very empty promise. I'm sure the kid even knew it. Right. The definitely, I feel like the guy when he was writing, he was just like watching Saving Private Ryan. He's right. like, he's just like, I or, think I have an idea of where this is going. <laughs> yep. So becoming the God Butcher, uh, stricken with grief after Agar's death, Gore would give up hope and outwardly express his belief there were no gods, for which he would be exiled by superstitious people. Yeah, his people were like pretty into the whole gods thing and that, even though they had literally no proof that any gods whatsoever gave a dang about them. Hmm. Yeah, so, sounds, sounds familiar, uh, right? So it sounds like some real world uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where they got their inspiration for this. <laughs> So, while wandering the desert, praying to die, Gore witnessed a a pair of battling gods. A dark elder god called Null, which we gotta do an episode on him one day. And a gold-armored, purple-skinned god empowered by the Enigma Force plunge out of the sky and crash land nearby. So, I mean, that's gotta be an awakening. Right? Yeah, you're pretty positive there are no gods, and then all of a sudden just two come crashing out of the sky. Right? Arguably what he finds out later is worse, but uh, proceed. So shocked by the realization that gods did exist, Gore was enraged when the gold-armored god uh, begged for help. The dark god sword transforming into an amorphous mass of living darkness and bonded to him. Yeah, the Null Sword is pretty beast, man. It really is. So, yeah. So, Gore used his new weapon, All Black, the Necro Sword. That's even got a cool name. To kill the god, uh, the gold-armored god. Then vowed to seek vengeance against all gods for never answering his prayers and set out to kill them all. Gore despised any god and traveled the cosmos for thousands of years to exact his revenge. Embarking on a deicidal crusade in which he allegedly killed many gods of fear, war, chaos, genocide, revenge, plague, earthquakes, blood, wrath, jealousy, death, uh, degradation, and a few gods of poetry and flowers. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a lot of different gods, and I love how they just threw in the end. Right. Yeah, some some poetry and flower gods. Yeah, some good ones, too, in that. He wasn't just after the bad ones. He, he just killed them all. Which, because uh, I don't think it, uh, it says in here, uh, in our notes and that, but, like, basically he did find out, like, yeah, when the gods exist, they did exist in that. He found out that, yeah, they just didn't really care about his people or his plan. Like, yeah. Like, like, so they just didn't pay attention to them, which um, arguably worse than finding out there's no gods. Yeah, I'd rather find out there were no gods. Yeah, than to find out, like, whoa, 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 you exist, you just don't care. And they're like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's so on. much worse. Right? So, encounters with Thor. So, at some point in the ninth century, Gore would arrive on Earth and kill the god from the Americas, uh, the body washing up on the shores of Iceland where it was found by Thor. At a later date, while accompanying a Viking raiding party to Russia, Thor would find some of the Slavic gods dead. Not good. Okay, already uh, already not great. So Thor was attacked by Gore, who nearly managed to kill Thor, but just before the killing blow, Thor conjured a lightning strike, which knocked both of them out. Gore recovered and escaped to a cave where he once again fought Thor. Yeah, he was... Gore, you gotta give Gore credit on his tenacity. 
Oh yeah. And that like he, yeah, he's got tenacity. Especially with him and Thor, like they, they go at it a lot. Oh yeah, they got like a huge history of fighting. And that first show as new of a character it is, they shoehorned him in like very well. Very well. <laughs> so despite Gore attempting to torture Thor for information about the location of Asgard for seventeen days, Thor held out long enough for his Viking worshippers to find him, distracting Gore long enough for Thor to recover and cut off Gore's right arm. Uh, believing that he succeeded in slaying him. Because, you know, Thor, even Thor, you know, God of Thunder still falls to that same old cliche of, oh, he's dead. Why would you think that? I mean, all you did was cough an arm. Right. I, it's one of those, like, Thor, um, you've met gods, right? I'm actually, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, two gods in your pantheon are missing an arm. <laughs> yeah. Might be one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm no Nordic expert. But I think it might be two. Well, one for sure is missing his hand. Yeah. Because that, that's Tear. Tear. Because he got bitten off yep, by, the, by, by uh, wolf. the big wolf. But I thought there was another, like, missing his arm who, like, has shield tied to it or something. I'm pretty sure there is. There yeah. are so many guys in the world. But North I'm just Pantheon. saying in that, like, an arm really in that? You think a god's not recovering from that? Yeah. Gore survived their encounter, however, and would spend the next thousand years butchering more and more gods growing even stronger and amassing an army of dark minions to assist him in his crusade. Ex-nay on a crusade, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we, we call it Manifest Destiny now. <laughs> what do the uh, Americans call it? <laughs> a crusade? <laughs> so Thor once again would take notice of Gore's activities centuries later and began hunting him with a prayer uh, when a prayer summoned him to a world without gods. Uh, recognizing Gore's handiwork when he found out the world's deity slaughtered. Uh, while Thor went to the cave where they once fought uh, to look for him, Gore attacked Kronox to lay claim to the Pool of Forevers and use the blood of the time gods to traverse the time stream. That's got to be terrifying when he figures out how to be able to do that. Yeah, it's not great. And there are there's a few time gods in, in this universe, so... so he was... Not- not going to lie, too, from what I've, from doing the research, this is where stuff starts to get really complicated and confusing. Really does, <laughs> but honestly, as far as like a time, like a time travel story in that, arguably not bad from what I researched. Yeah, like, no. It sounds like it was actually solidly done. And that was just saying something. Knows most of the time when time travel comes into play, it's like, oh, they ran out of ideas. But this one's actually pretty cool. Uh, okay, so... He went back to the beginning of the universe and slew one of the very first elder gods, taking the infant deity's heart as a trophy. (laughs) He then headed forward in time millennia into the future and arrived in Earth 14412, claiming a desolate world to serve as his base of operations, enslaving all the gods he could capture except for Allfather Thor, who he routinely tormented over his failures. Because, yeah, if I remember correctly, this Earth, um, Thor was the last surviving god from the Norse pantheon. So that's how he's the All-Father. Oh, dang. He's the last one. Oof, that's that's rough. Yeah, and it also makes it slightly more terrifying. Not only could he traverse times, now he's traversing universes. Yeah, he's actually, like, literally jumping between <laughs> dimensions. Yeah, now he's, now he's literally going after everyone. Oh, man, dude. Why, why can't they just stick <laughs> to their own universe, man? Because they got to find some way to make things interesting. I guess. Okay. So, 
Over the next 900 years, Gore forced the enslaved gods to mine broken planets and, co- and the cores of stars for material to build the God Bomb, uh, which he intended to use to exterminate all gods across the entirety of the time stream. Gore also cre- uh, created constructs of his deceased wife and son from the all-black symbiote, uh, though unbeknownst to him, his quote-unquote son embodied his subconscious self-loathing. You always got to be careful with that black symbiote. Yeah, I mean, that is the problem that a lot of people forget about when using the symbiotes, is it does, it starts to retain your emotions and your thoughts. Yep. Like, it is a, it starts to mimic you. Okay, so after the arrival of Thor, the Avenger from Earth-616, Gore sent black berserkers into the past to get the young Thor from around 800 AD. The Thor he first met and brought him back to the future where he was enslaved along with the other remaining gods. Young Thor, using a piece of a star, attempted to destroy the god bomb, but was instead captured... uh, catapulted off the planet where he met with Thor, the Avenger and King Thor, the uh, Thor from the future. Yep. So this is where it gets kind of confusing. Cause yeah, now they're just throwing in all sorts of different Thors, right? Really shows how awesome, awesome and beastly uh, Gore is. Oh yeah. So the three decided to assault Gore and his planet for the last time and nearly succeeded in killing him. But due to absorbing power from the other gods he had killed, Gore would be too powerful and defeated the three Thors, also leaving them for dead, and set off to activate the god bomb. When the construct of his wife called him a god, Gore angrily killed her. Yeah. Somebody was watching Star Wars Episode (laughs) 3. You're going down a path I can't follow. (laughs) And this is where, this is uh, kind of one of the last things we have in-universe, uh, but uh, here, um, here's how it goes. So, however, Agar, uh, the, you know, construct of his son, decided to assist Thor the Avenger and bring down the God Butcher. Having come to recognize that his father had essentially become the very thing he always despised, you were meant to destroy the gods, not join them! <laughs> You were supposed to bring peace to the universe, not chaos. Um, yeah. Uh, charged by the prayers of the sun, as well as every single surviving god across space and time, Thor absorbed the god bomb's blast, as well as the necrosword. Using its power, Thor was able to weaken Gore with Agar, denouncing Gore as the god of uh, hypocrisy before Thor's past self finally killed him. So, yeah, it's a pretty bitter end. I mean, it was kind of an epic one. Oh, amazingly <laughs> epic. But I do love that whole, like, because honestly, I know I know it's a bit of a cliche and that, but I always do love the villain becoming the thing that they hate. Oh, yeah, especially. Because that's always sets up for a, a, an interesting story. It does, especially when they don't really consciously recognize it. Yeah, because I get the ones who just like who do know it and then but they're like, this is a means to an end. I had to become the thing I hate to destroy it and that. But the ones who are just like, I see nothing wrong or hypo- hypo- hypocritical about what I'm doing. And it's like, really? Like at all? Right. <laughs> OK, so that's it for in universe. Let's get into powers and abilities. Scroll down. OK, weapons, all black, the necro sword. And, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of it for his weapons. And just FYI, this power set, 
he has no actual natural powers and that the sword is the only thing that gives him these powers that we're about to list off. Uh, constitution, uh, matter manipulation. Gore can use the living abyss comprising all black to create a variety of constructs such as wings, weapons, armor, and a cloak, though all black prefer, uh, preferred form is a sword. Gore was also capable of creating semi-sentient offshoots of all black, dubbed black berserkers, due, uh, to do his bidding. I, the sword is just OP and that. like Honestly, when oh, we yeah. do a Null episode on that, we'll probably get more into the sword which I would love to do, but yeah, OP. So he also has superhuman strength, superhuman durability, superhuman speed, superhuman reflexes. At a certain point, it's more godlike because he has literal absorbed god powers. Oh, yeah. And that, so he also has longevity. Gore has lived for several billion years and still looks in his prime as a result of All Black rendering him immune to aging. Yeah. It also makes you wonder, though, if some of that's also once he figured out how to jump time. I was like, you can then, quote-unquote, live for billions and billions of years, but in reality, you're only living for, like, a couple. True. Wow, that, that's a... That's a bit of a... That's a mind-bender. That's a bit of a conundrum. Uh, regeneration. Gore is able to recover from a lightning strike within four days with no signs of injury, as well growing back or uh, reattaching an arm that Thor had cut off. I mean, the sim symbiotes already give abilities like that, so the oh, sword yeah. just ups it. Uh, in uh, and that's it for his uh, powers and abilities, all given by the sword. Yeah, if it wasn't for the sword, he'd be in sore trouble. Oh yeah, no. If, he, if it wasn't for the sword, arguably <laughs> he would never like, have started. A human could take him. Oh yeah, that. like he his species isn't those aliens where it's like they're a threat to a human. It's like right. no, they're on our level, pretty much. So, now to the other media. This is... I've always made comments about having short ones in the past. <laughs> but this absolutely is the shortest. Yeah. Because the only appearance Gore has outside of comics is in the his MCU appearance in Thor Love and Thunder portrayed by Christian Bale. And that is it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that's even, all. Even Jane Foster had more. Yeah, she and did. And she was... Arguably a year later than he was, or newer. Yeah. Dang. Okay, well, uh, folks, that's it. Uh, but I always got to ask the question to you, the audience and the Joker. Are you a fan? I'd say yes, because it definitely seems very intriguing on how they did his story and how they give, like, the kind of thought process behind it and being, you know, he's going to go kill all the gods and see what happens. Not going to lie? Yeah, no, I... Honestly, like doing the like doing the research because I knew about him before the movie and the movie, and I had heard about him and seen a few things of him in comics. And honestly, I always kind of liked the concept of him and thought yeah. he was a cool character. So getting to research him and learn more about him, I'm like, oh man, he did not disappoint. He was a cool like concept of a character and story arc. And I also like the design they took for uh, Love and Thunder. True. It was an interesting choice to give him a nose. <laughs> also make him look human. Oh, yeah. That was also another <laughs> but, interesting. But like the way they designed him as a human, it looks pretty awesome. I, I've seen, I've seen, and honestly, I don't hate it. 
that I was a little disappointed we didn't get like the little tentacle things off the head of that. Like I was like, I was like, uh, and then they were. I felt like they were looking at him and they're like, they're like, we have too many villains that don't have noses. For God's sake, right. can we get them a nose? <laughs> but yeah, folks, uh, I'm a fan. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.